Hello and welcome to Let the Good Dice Roll. My name is Brendan uh, and this is the finale of our Exalted Kings of Creation retrospective series thing that we've been doing. Yay and boo, I guess. <laughs> Yay and boo. Joining me as always is... Christina, hi guys. So I'm going to be honest, just kind of starting this off here. This is uh, really kind of cathartic for me to get to actually talk about this. How you feel about everything and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, how I feel about everything and just kind of going through uh, probably my second longest running campaign. Let's see, what was the, the longest one? Fuck Yeah Fan Boats? No, uh, Fuck Yeah Fan Boats was actually uh, over, only over the course of uh, October to January of like 2010 to 2011. Oh, okay. But that also had like 12 hour long sessions like every other week, so... Like, so in hindsight, if you'd broken it up like we had to with ours, it probably would have been it about probably, as long. Yeah, it probably would have been about as long. Uh, had like nine people in it. Uh, had Required two GMs. It got a little crazy. That's fair, considering all those conditions, yeah. We also had like one, uh, one game where we didn't meet up at our usual place and went to someone's house and like the GMs split the group up by like level of the townhouse that we were at as the groups went off onto different missions it's kind of neat yeah it was uh it was kind of interesting no my longest running campaign was for uh my space opera oh yeah i remember yeah, julian you telling me about that yeah it was uh it ran from april of 2011 till shit i want to say 2015 damn yeah and that was a weekly game Jeez, I don't think I've ever played in a game that long. I mean, I've played in, like, campaign groups that long, but I don't think I've ever played in a singular game that well, long. Well, the reason that it took that long is because we were basically playtesting a homebrew system. Yep. So, like, it was... Uh, a lot of trial and error. A lot of stuff. trial and error. There were a lot of new things that came and went, things that kind of did other stuff. We had, uh, shit... We had five different campaigns, I think, running that uh, running that setting and system. Oh wow! But like, it was like the same characters and stuff. Uh, for mine, it was the same characters. My brother ran two campaigns that had two different sets of characters. Um, I technically ran a second set where that I gave people the option to change characters if they wanted to after the first like main story concluded, and then I kind of went, okay, the next one's going to pick up like ten years later. You guys can start new characters if you want, or you can. Keep the old ones. Just 10 years later. Yeah. But let's go ahead and focus back onto this, since we'll get too sidetracked. Back side onto Exalted. Yep. Oh, boy. Where do we start with this? So the group just defeated the first and Forsaken Lion and Princess Magnificent in one fell swoop. Yeah, I mean, quote-unquote defeated Princess. Yeah, but... uh, well, I mean, she kind of had it coming. She had it coming. Yep. Um, I won't, I won't subject, uh, our listeners to my singing, so. <laughs> Maybe one day. Probably not. No. Oh, okay. Probably not. <laughs> okay. I was just giving people something to look forward to. I mean, maybe. We'll see what happens down the line. Um, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> for this kind of starting off, we're going to just kind of go up. Uh, I don't really have notes for where the game was going to go. Okay. Well, so I we, have, we took over the South. You guys what, took over what, the South. What is left, I guess, would be the good thing the to go The Blessed with. Isle. There's nothing in the West left. So what do you have any idea of what you might have thrown at us at the Blessed Isle? Um, I have an idea of what I would have thrown at you guys at the Blessed Isle, but the first thing you guys would have had to deal with was figuring out how to beat the Maiden. Because 
it would have become very obvious to you guys with uh, the first and Forsaken Lion uh, that there are very specific ways to beat a, de a Death Lord. You can't just power through it. Yeah. You have to... Their, their, uh, their combat is as much a combat of you guys against them as it is like a fucking riddle and a puzzle to figure out. Well, I know, and I've mentioned on previous episodes, Storm had uh, Star and Ghost and a lot of other people looking into her weaknesses, ways to basically reverse engineer the opera, things like that. And Star was going in to call in a favor because we had gotten the first kind of half hints from Wayward, uh, Wayward Soul, I believe it was. Yep. So we were sending Star to call in a favor to see if we could get uh, Wayward's Exaltation and find out the second right. half of that. So Which, we could start uh, there. Yep, that's probably, that's actually what that I have pulled up on my stuff uh, for where you guys would have started. Um, you guys would have gone to Yushan. It probably would have been an entire session of dealing with the bureaucracy of Yushan, as you do up there. Um, very high likelihood that there would have been a lot of yelling creation ruling mandate and just kind of doing things. But eventually you guys would have been given uh, a... What is it? An audience with Lytek, the god of uh, celestial exaltations. Yeah. Do you want to describe him or um, them? Uh, no, he, it, it is a guy. Okay. Uh, I can't remember Lytek if it was or not. a guy. Um, there's not really a description for them on uh, the wiki that I'm looking at, unfortunately. Uh, but basically, uh, I'm sorry, he is uh, the god of all exaltations. Um he controls the time and place of all celestial exaltations. He also controls the time at which the terrestrial exalted exalt. It's also his job to decide what memories an exaltation carries with it from its previous life. Okay. Uh, Lytek was once a very well-respected figure in the Bureau of Heaven. However, when the usurpation occurred, Chajak Kajak had Lytek held captive for some time in order to collect the exaltations of any solars that had escaped the initial purge. <laughs> yep, that is what it was. Oh, uh, this resulted in a huge loss of status, power, and respect that has lasted until the reemergence of the Solar Exalted. Um, so there's a couple different uh, plot threads that have actually kind of secretly uh, been going on in the background surrounding Lytek that unfortunately, uh, as I recall, you guys did not really have a whole lot of... Uh, you guys kind of used heaven as your backdoor to... To a lot of different places. Yeah, and to just kind of, like, pressure certain individuals that you knew into giving you... Look, here's the thing. I was playing an assassin spy master. I pulled up dirt on people. I leveraged it. Right. And, <laughs> and I'm not saying that that was a bad thing to do, but the fact that you guys were given uh, access to heaven and then you didn't start digging up dirt on... A bunch of bureaucrats. We could have. You we were nice and we didn't. You, I'm, I'm honestly really amazed that uh, this plot never came up. Um, it's one of... Because uh, the problem is if you start... If you dig for certain things, that's fine. But if you dig for other things and you get find out about it, mm -hmm. but you let them know, we could dig for this. We could find these things right. out. Um, we're being nice and not doing it. So do you remember which of the abyssals... Um, asked for a favor to try and get into heaven. 
Of which circle? Of the Mask of Winter circle. Not off the top of my head, no. Okay, so I believe that it was Will that asked for uh, permission to get into heaven. And I believe that you guys actually denied him that. Probably. The reason for this is is that uh, while that most of the Mask of Winter circle uh, just kind of goes and does their own agenda, um, usually it's like like author was just, do I get to fight? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun with that. He was basically just a. He was a very stereotypical like big. He was a very person. stereotypical Dawn cast. Yeah, very stereotypical. Oh. Will's backstory is that he is actually originally a god-blooded mm-hmm. um, who uh, his mother was a mortal and his uh, father was a god, specifically uh, Lytek. Oh. Yeah, so this would have, this might have come up if you guys had let him up there. And his whole thing was is that how dare, like, my father not give me the best exaltation like a solar... He gave me this shitty exaltation as being dead. So his whole plot was like, I'm going to manipulate everybody that I see to try and get me away into Yushan. And then if I go up there, I'm going to just use, uh, I'm going to use a uh, surgeon to release a plague in Yushan. I mean, we all, most of us were all sitting on the back burners being like, so when's surgeon going to release some plagues? Yeah, that that was that was uh, Will's plan, but because you guys never let him up there, like, there's no way for him to gain access without like. I mean, I'm sure he could have gotten up there through other means, but I guess we were the he easiest route. Have, but then you guys would have lost faith in that whole circle, and after everything that had happened, that was their number one goal was make sure they don't lose faith in us because they're our ticket to a like, lot of things to a lot of things. Yeah. Just like they were kind of our ticket to things. So. Yep. That's why it's very much cool. I'm going to take everything you say with me with a, say to me with a grain of salt mm-hmm. and look into it further. Um. So, basically, once you guys would have gone up to see Lytek, he would have given you guys uh, some time to talk with, uh, basically to talk him, uh, basically to talk to him about things because, you know, he's a god that's been around since... Forever. Since forever, since exaltations became a thing. So, like, the primordial war. Yeah. Uh, He could have filled you guys in on a lot of things. Um, But eventually he would have found Wayward's exaltation before releasing it back into the wild. And he would have... Wild as in, like, Feywild or wild as in, like... Like, into the the wild to go find a new... Into the ether to go find a new... (coughs) A new host. Okay. There's there's a difference, so yep. I have to clarify. So, in talking to them, uh, to the exaltation, you guys would have found out the maiden's weakness. Okay. Um, the maiden uh, says to you guys that she has no weakness, unlike other death lords. Uh, she is beyond time and fate, a timeless construct fated to return in one form or another to bring all time and space to an end. Um. I believe that this that this is also some of the stuff that Wayward had given you guys before. Uh, however, this form might be destroyed by destroying the Jade Prison and her. But once you guys talk to uh, Wayward's exaltation that knows the truth of it, yeah, um, he would have like if you guys gave that information to him mm-hmm. that you guys knew, he would have re- he would have regurgitated 
regurgitated that that's only the half the truth. Which we knew. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, you have to show her that the atrocities committed at the usurpation were in the wrong. Show her a bright and glorious future, and this false incarna can be forever excised from creation. I mean, I feel like I might have done that a little bit of story. I've been like, yeah, we're horrible people. We know that. Mm-hmm. So, like... So I feel like in a weird off tangent storm kind of opened that door already to kind of be like, yeah, we, we most of us recognize that we're horrible people. At least I do. Like, so if you guys asked him a little bit more about it, it's basically that she is constantly second guessing herself and trying to uh, like, there's a bit of her subconscious that anytime that like she does something she's doing it to try and goad you all into being better people is like what the subconscious mentality yeah what her mentality is the basic idea of it is is that if you want to beat her you have to have an allied force of all types of exalts versus her hmm so playing allies the game was important playing allies the game was extraordinarily so i was doing it right from the beginning yeah (laughs) that like i've said before that was storm's whole goal is i was playing allies the game john and craig were playing bureaucracy and city building they were playing civ uh craig was playing bureaucracy craig was playing civ jonathan was playing uh a dating sim waifu collector i was playing allies the game yeah you were playing Diplomacy. Like, I don't know what game really goes along with Diplomacy. Craig was doing Civ through Military Victory, and you were doing Civ through Diplomacy Victory. Diplomacy and, you know, shady-ass shit. But, I mean, here we are with that, so. The other thing of note that you guys might have figured out by talking to people up in heaven is that, um, Ytech owns a set of items crafted by Autothon, known as the Divine Aparte of of parapet surgery that allow for changes to be made in an exalt shard How, however one such item was lost within the year and Ytech has no idea who took it that sounds that why does that sound vaguely familiar what have you guys been facing that do not play by the same rules as everything else like it i mean it would be her abyssal circle definitely exactly don't. So she would it have been adds, the original mask? Yeah, the original, uh, not the original mask. The masks are made from using, this thing. using that tool. Gotcha, okay. To basically take a solar or abyssal exaltation and infuse it with sidereal powers. Okay, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that was a little plot drop of, like, well, how the fuck is she doing that? Oh, this is how the fuck is she doing I mean, at that point, that. it would have been like, here, Lytech, take a look at this. Is this ring any bells and kind of show him the mask Mm -hmm. not obviously give it to him yeah he he would have immediately seen the uh the use of the uh the surgery tools on that yeah so now that you guys would have had the actual way to defeat the maiden now the goal is hey bring all of our allies together our terrestrial allies our liminals our uh our sidereals our lunars Our our abyssals our abyssals are are uh, I'm gonna butcher the name again. The the opposite of the sidereals. Uh, the Gatimians. Gatimians, yeah. Yeah, bring everyone together, and by having everyone make a stand with you guys, in the name of being better than the first stage, you basically destroy her invulnerability. 
Basically, by being better people, you destroy her invulnerability. It's not even being better people. It's willing to work together towards a common goal. Yes. Yes, by being willing to work together as a, as a singular people, you destroy her invulnerability. The mo if you guys got, like, if there was infighting and everything like that, like, it wouldn't have worked. Uh, she still has the ability to be destroyed, but... Um, one of the things I'm just going to talk about here, instead of, like, when you guys get to where I had the fight plan to be, um, is if you guys didn't defeat her in this way, basically what would have happened is, uh, and you guys still went the, with the destroying the Jade Prison to destroy her body and everything, what would have happened is when you destroyed the Jade Prison, her uh, exaltation... Her death lordiness. Would just gone dormant or somebody else? No, it would have gone to somebody else. And basically the old body would have turned into the new Jade Prison. And then whoever <laughs> struck the killing blow turns into the new Maiden. Oh, that would have been funny. Yeah, like there's... Without showing her a better future, there is no future. There's no... It's just a perpetuation of yeah. what she is mm -hmm. or the concept of her yeah yeah the concept of her continues on until you can prove that the concept of her has no place in this world and then pretty much at that point it would have just been an all-out fight against her right mm -hmm. once yep. we broke that down but getting to her would have been the hard part well, we have getting to, go through to her, her we have to go through her circle and everything too not only do you have to go through her circle uh if you recall her base of operations like her actual base of operations is on the Blessed Isle. I know. The one place, one of the places I did not want to have to go in that campaign, but knew I eventually would have to go. You guys would have had to cross the, uh, cross the Inland Sea to get onto the Blessed Isle, which would have been, like, I wish that John had been there since he was the only one who had, like, sailing charms and everything at the time. Yeah. That would have been, like, just, that would have been great for him. Uh, because it would have just been, like, okay, we have all this sailing to do. Let's rock. Or, um, you know... Flying boats. Flying boats. Well, that still falls under sailing. <laughs> you, you don't think that the fucking realm has airships? I mean... Like, I was planning on having, like, a bunch of just mega combats come up. And then, like, depending on how you guys wanted to do it, there, like, you guys might have had, like, mega... Like, I might have honestly done it, like... Battleship. Guys, <laughs> yeah, maybe not like Battleship, but basically the idea, like, depending on what you guys' plan was, I would have uh, changed it. But one of the ideas that I really thought you all would have done is um, instead of trying to do, like, an all-out assault against uh, the Blessed Isle and everything, was to basically have an all-out assault and then you guys basically sneak onto the Blessed Isle to do it well, like... So would it still have worked if we... Because the whole thing was uniting all the exaltations. If we didn't take someone of each exaltation with us, would it still have worked? It was just... Yeah, so long as the whole battle had... Somebody had, from yeah. each... The okay. whole, when I say the whole battle, I mean the whole battle for the Blessed Isle. Gotcha, okay. It, like, it would have turned into a, like, hey, assign your allies a thing. It's you guys on your own. That's fine. That would have been pretty good. And then we would have had to take out each of their abyssals. Which, that would have... Well, sidereal abyssals, technically. Yep. That would have been uh, interesting. Uh, the only one of them that I have an actual character sheet... Well, I have the Crimson King 3rd edition character sheet somewhere. Yeah. Um, but the only one I have a godbound character sheet for is Dancer. 
I mean, because that made sense because that was the that most likely one that I we were going to uh, fight. <laughs> I was anticipating that you would be the one who was... Uh, I was anticipating that you were going to be the one who would be fighting him either on your own or with a group, probably with your group. Yeah, Because um, no. he has a lot of just... As, as much as Storm hates him, it's just like, I will fuck you up, fuck you, all the expletives. She's not stupid enough to fight him on her own. Uh, his big things are that he has three attacks and all of them are auto hits. He deals 1d12 straight damage. Um, he saves on a four. He has 100 feet of movement. His AC is a negative two. How? How indeed. Um, he has 43 effort. Um, his stupid. words are vengeance, fate, alacrity, death, sword, deception, knight command. What? What the hell, Brendan? <laughs> um, and he has special abilities. Hinder divine power. Uh, the victim must commit one effort for the scene in order to activate their non-constant gifts or invoke miracles. Like, uh, having 43 effort when we can... When, I think the max we had... I think I had the most effort out of our group was 10. So the reason that uh, he gets built this way is I'm actually just kind of going off of the... Uh, the, because he's supposed to be a 1v, like, 5 or 6 Yeah, combat. he's supposed to be a big boss. So, he, like, if I don't do, like, if I don't inflate the numbers, like, he just goes down. Yeah. But then the problem comes, it's like, you'd have to battle each one, like, as a group, if they're all statted like that. So you, there's no way you could take each one. There's, there's no way you could fight more than one of them at once. I was planning on making uh, group a sheets for them in case you guys decided to take on uh the remaining three uh on your own mm -hmm. or as a group like in case you guys decide to like be like no we're gonna wait and like take them on with the maiden for some reason for some dumb reason like th those stats would have been weighed down but like it would have been about the same as like fate like it would have been about the same as facing like two of them at the same time but there's but their amount of damage their amount of auto hits their ac Everything would have been, like, lowered or hired, you know. You kind of had, like, a set stat yeah. concept that you wanted to do, and depending on how many we fought at once, you would have basically adjusted them within that stat block. Yeah, yeah basically. The only thing that wasn't going to change was going to be their gifts uh, and some of their special abilities. Uh, that, that hinder divine power only works as a... Like, all of them have that, but if all of them have that, you still only have to uh, commit effort for one, one time for all of it to work. Okay. Um, it's just a blanket, like, yeah. just against this thing as a as a collective. Mm -hmm. uh, the other thing is that he has curse, so victims roll saving throws twice and take the worst result. I mean, all since I got to rebuild everybody, all our saving throws were pretty, pretty yeah, fucking good. Yeah, but still, rolling twice and taking the worst result is still I, statistically I mean, worse. Yeah, but we also had Waldo who had luck, so that can help a little bit mm -hmm. for some of us. And then susceptible damage on the victim is rolled twice and the larger result is taken. He's meant to fuck you guys up. Yeah. And all of them were... Uh, he's the only one that I got to build the character sheet of, but all of them had their own, like, little thing. Like, I was planning on Throne having a... Basically, like, a defense. Like, an, like, a separate thing for just defenses that you have to get through to even start damaging him. Because his power over fate was, like... It was long-term, like, uh... 
His stuff, well, hit no, the thing that I was planning on for him was a bunch of, like, traps and, like, environmental effects. Like, he had set, he had, in like, basically he did the, the Doctor Strange in, in, in uh, Infinity War, just going, I've seen this many possibilities. So he set up, like, the traps and stuff along the way. And then the, the breaking through to the, the defenses was supposed to be against the Crimson King because he, that's his thing, is uh, Throne Seas far into the future and Crimson King has like I see 10 seconds into the future yeah that's why you can do that weird stuff mm -hmm. but yeah you guys would have gotten onto the Blessed Isle uh, basically had to break into the Imperial Mance which is a death trap in and of itself yeah um, at that point you guys would have found out that the Scarlet Empress is uh, basically being puppeted Oh no! As, what as you would what have, a shock! What a Whoever shock! Whoever could have foreseen that she was merely a puppet. But did you foresee that she was a puppet of the Ebon Dragon? That one, well, the hmm, not entirely who I thought it was. I was going towards either the Maiden or a different Infernal. No, nope, would have been actually the Ebon Dragon himself. Like I, uh, canonically, I, the Scarlet Empress is. The Bride of the Ebon Dragon. Mm. Yep. Uh, she's also the author of The Broken Wing Crane. That doesn't surprise me. Um, she is basically like, oh, you're here to end the world? Well, you know, the Ebon Dragon would love to take over whatever is left once you're done. So, like, I'm here to help. <laughs> like, she doesn't okay. care. Like, she, she has her own goals in mind. And because... The Ebon Dragons, like, or because the Maiden stuff kind of coincides with her own, she's just like, yeah, don't worry, I'll help out. That's cool, whatever, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, like, we, I don't think we would have gotten her help, probably. No, 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 no not you guys. The, oh, she, she was oh helping, helping them the out, yeah. okay, yeah. But then, you know, you guys, once getting in there, uh, basically you have to go and fight the Maiden, and she was going to have... You know how that I kind of broke the rules a lot with, like, the with the robot fight and everything yeah she was gonna get something like that That's she was gonna get some no weird weird ass custom made shit that was just gonna be like what the fuck let's assume we made it that far man like <laughs> oh i think i think you guys would have uh like i said before the first the first and forsaken lion was going to be a party killer if i had written up that character sheet if you got and if you guys made it past that i would have been like okay cool that was just that was just a test to see how to make a death lord to make it be scary. Oh, they they did this didn't work out. Okay, we're gonna tweak this. Okay, how did they do that? You okay, can't we're see gonna... it, but I'm I'm just kind of shaking my head at Brendan right now. I was basically using that as uh what what was it called? Uh, the South was just a setback. <laughs> that would have been the title of that. That yeah, the South was just a setback. Oh man. Yeah, no, and then uh, I guess you guys probably would have come uh probably would have won uh i generally like to i don't like to have a party wipe at the very end of a campaign yeah but like if rolls suck maybe someone would have died like i can totally imagine like sunny giving himself to like say to like save save someone in the group yeah i can totally see um lioness doing the same thing um Nyx maybe, but I definitely do not see Storm or God King doing it. It'd have to be for someone very particular for Storm to do it. Yeah, I and I do not see God King doing that. Like, for Storm, it ha it wouldn't... She likes the group, but 
it's also that wasn't her original group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, if it was a uh, talisman, yeah, mm-hmm. Storm would probably, uh, you know, m- I don't want to say martyr herself, but she definitely wouldn't have mind dying to save Talisman. Um, but and obviously if it was Sergey, you know, she'd do the thing, but. Like, it'd have to be somebody she was super close to, but I don't see God King really doing that. No, I definitely do not either. Um, but yeah, so once we were able to hopefully defeat the Maiden, did you have, like, any big epic thing that happened? Um, she was probably gonna give, like, a like a farewell villain monologue of, you've, you've given me hope, thank you for putting my soul to rest, blah blah blah. I probably would have made it sound a lot better than what I just did. I but mean, you probably would have actually written something out. I probably would have actually written something out. To be fair, though, this last half of the campaign that we've been talking about wasn't even originally in the script. Yeah. Originally, it was, uh, we were going to just keep having you guys play Allies of the Game in, in the world, and then the opera, and then when the finale came, it was going to be the opera, and then the Maiden was going to get summoned, and then you guys were going to fight the Maiden. Yeah, so pretty much most of the stuff that we've talked about since the 15-year skip is literally just all, well, didn't have any of this plan, but... Yeah, yeah, a lot of it was, hey, I had to kind of pull, like, this was not my original plan. I kind of had to pull a lot of stuff out of my ass. Um, Like, not necessarily at the last minute. I obviously had time to write it up. I had another year after we switched from Exalted to Godbound, but, like... It definitely was not in the original script. Yeah. It was like, hey, here's my plan for this. Oh, no, one of our main actors for this died. Uh, uh, we can't find a replacement. What do we do? Yeah. Uh, uh. Improvise. I, improvise. <laughs> uh, we're gonna, we're gonna have another season. It's like, I really felt like that it was like, it's like if you watched, like, the first three seasons of Supernatural and then skipped four and five, and then went to six. And it's like, it's still good, but there is clearly something missing that was originally intended. Yeah, like, it, 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 you have to kind of backtrack and be like, okay, let's fill in this gap here for stuff that would make sense to get to where we are now. Uh-huh. So... so yeah, so that's how that would have ended. Yeah, and... Uh, I guess, is there anything, like, any, uh, dropped plots you want to talk about? Because I feel like there's probably some stuff that we didn't actually, like, focus Um, on that you might want to talk about. So there was supposed, so I know that Tony had talked to me about doing a redemption arc for the Crimson King, but that never came up. Yeah. Um, because he was supposed to go with, him and Star were supposed to go with you guys into that meeting. Which meeting? The one with the maiden, where the, oh, you had the door. Yeah. Uh, and if Star had gone there, uh, we, basically that entire scene was more or less improvised because I had a different scene written up for talking to the Crimson King and getting and getting him to renounce his ways to become a better person. Yeah. Because he was one of those like it's kind of not his fault that he's that evil. He was raised that way. He was literally raised that way, like. Do you blame someone for being? We're like, not. We're not going to have the nature versus nurture yeah, conversation yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, we're not going to have the nature not versus nurture that. conversation. <laughs> but it's it was supposed to be that of like 
nature versus nurture can you like redeem someone who's been raised this way yeah because tony's big thing that he wanted to do for a lot of things was hey i want to redeem this i want to make this a better thing yeah like this wasn't this is there's a different route that this could go this was very heavily influenced by things maybe let's see if there's a way to fix it almost um, um well okay so here's the thing if the maiden died quote unquote died uh would that what it would that have done to her abyssals would that just have killed them outright that would have killed them outright okay if they were still the abyssals if uh if the crimson king had renounced his title and everything and worked against her it wouldn't have done anything because the resonance link would have been severed gotcha because their resonance comes from their death lord as opposed to the uh the neverborn gotcha because okay. they're a weird abyssal yeah they're sidereal abyssal aligned type of stuff um, um there was one plot line that i was gonna try to drop before john and craig left uh uh revolving around the mask and having a way to turn them into super abyssals Turning them into super abyssals? Yeah, turning them into super abyssals. Like, you guys were going to have to go and find, like, uh, try and go on, like, a, a creation-wide hunt to stop them from getting a uh, a specific, like, uh, like essence crystal that they could slot into the masks to make them ultimate abyssals. What even? You know what that's a reference to. <sighs> Alright, anyway. They would become the ultimate life form. Anyways. <laughs> then the only way to beat them is to throw them into space. Do you want to tell people what that's a reference to? Yeah, that's obviously a reference to JoJo. Yeah. Like, a good portion of this campaign was. Oh, man. But, right. but, like, at this point, none of you guys had watched JoJo besides, like, me. So, like, nobody got these references, so it was kind of great. Like, I did, like entire arcs of that and it was just like, like the killer queen yeah like the killer queen which is actually like literally one of my favorite story arcs for jojo it is like it, it's just moi it's great i still have to go past star crusaders so we'll worry about that later um let me think is there anything i'm trying to think if there's anything like we just kind of left unanswered or that we dropped off and just never pursued and i can't i feel like i should have just had a side pad to write this stuff down for for in the eventual mm -hmm. um a lot of the stuff that i would say that you guys didn't pursue is any of the stuff with uh is any of the stuff with uh tepid errata yeah, we didn't really pursue Pija that and, and Tepid and Java, they both just kind of... Just the Tepid family, we were just like, You okay. guys just kind of left them by the wayside after the uh, the time skip. Like, they had some moments, but, like, there was nothing super... I mean, we had, we had to fight them. Well, one of them. Mm -hmm. You had to fight one of them, and then you convinced that, and then he turned into your ally, and everything was fine. Actually, you fought two of them. No, you fought three of them. Well, let's see. We brought... We fought Tepid Sato, we fought... Uh, Tepid, uh, Rada, who, I mean... Diego! You guys fought Diego in the first fucking I mean, season! Because uh, I don't really... Like, I feel like we just won him over very quickly, so I don't even remember really you fighting You beat the fuck out of him in the first session! Yeah, I don't remember, like, actually fighting fighting him. I just remember, like, uh, Devin's character Seeker very easily just winning him over. So I don't even remember, like, actually physically fighting him. Mm -hmm. That was about it for drop plot lines. Maybe following up a little bit more with, uh the alchemicals but that's about it like 
There wasn't a whole lot of drop plot lines at the end because a lot of the other drop stuff was like it got dropped because John and Craig left. Yeah. And like I true. can't really like like Digby stops being as big of a player because like why would he be? He was uh he was Craig's ally. Uh, uh a lot of the waifu collection that uh that that Jonathan had been doing like really kind of fell by the wayside. I think the only one who kind of stayed was uh was the Baroness. Yeah. Like, like, she's the only one who, like, consistently made more appearances. And as the game kept going further and further away from Sunshade, she stopped being, like... A, a center focus, because yeah. it was like, we, sorry, we have to leave you here to take care of the city while we go elsewhere. Um, so let's talk about uh, the endings that you had. Okay, so I was able to talk to everybody and get some endings of what they wanted. So Britt just messaged me back not too long ago about what she wanted for hers, for, for Nyx. So this is verbatim what she wrote. She's like, I think I just want her to take care of the dying souls and helping them cross over. Helping the morgue and cemetery, stuff like that. So okay. she very much uh, wanted to kind of go back to her job and continue with it, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, that's what the, her whole thing was. I think that the only thing I would have changed about that is... Probably throughout the years, like, her and uh, Desert Lullaby become closer. And, yeah, I didn't even ask like, her about Desert Lullaby, uh, but probably... Because she seemed to have, like, a real big... Like, that character showed up for, like, three fucking sessions, but, like, he went... For, he quickly became a fan favorite, I would say. <laughs> I think we just liked all our Lunars. Like, we just quickly... I can't think of a Lunar that you guys did not like. Uh, There's probably one. Maybe. Who knows? You guys liked all your lunars. You did not like most of your sidereals, and I I liked Star. And you guys tended to ignore your terrestrials. I liked Star. I just used him a lot. <laughs> Abused him a lot. <laughs> I never sank all of that. Ooh, maybe I should have added that to Storm's list of things. <laughs> she said she eventually sank Volabot. In the end games, like I'm dying tomorrow. I'm sinking Volabot before I go. Um. <laughs> Um, okay, so I mean, who... we didn't we didn't ignore Diego for a while. Like we kind of had him around, but that right. was about it. But then he kind of became again a side character. Like yeah. a, he he very much got into that Baroness syndrome. Well, I think the the problem was when we sat and we're like, we're we're hitting these main storylines. We we are following this main storyline. We're just gonna crank this out. It started becoming more. We're gonna send people to go and do these things instead of like bringing them along and kind of playing around with the NPCs. So I think that's what, what ended up happening. But yeah, I think, you know, Nyx would have gone back pretty much to what her job was and taking care of the dead, probably got mm -hmm. closer to Desert Lullaby, have, you know, that litter of children. With all the ghost of, with all the ghost of Layla's yeah. uh, pressuring her into it? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, so for Raldo, Jake said, Raldo would, pretty, would have pretty much kept going with his plans to create chaos for the Empire. He would steal weapons to arm insurgents and probably spend his points to make him lucky rebel, make them lucky rebels. So basically, Jake would have just continued to cause chaos in any place that did not—I uh, don't want to say abide by his rules, but basically any place that was being oppressed, Raldo would show up and have lucky rebels. Suddenly. Lucky rebels. <laughs> We're just gonna do a rebellion right here. And just go yep, with that, it. that sounds like a very Roldo thing. The secret owner of everything. Yep. Uh, for Mori, for God King, he wrote, So basically I was trying to make God King the most worshipped solar out there with the largest following and wanted to take back his place in the Southlands. 
He, yeah, okay, yeah, that, that's more or less what I had planned for more. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds very, uh, probably keep building the divine treasury, stuff mm -hmm. like that. Yep. Maybe reconcile with his daughter if we didn't end up having to if kill he, her. Yeah, if you guys ended up uh, saving her, uh, def definitely reconciling with her. Uh, maybe, uh, because Kiroskiro also has a lot of dealings with the Shadowlands, because there's a couple in there. And, like, they use it for trade and everything. Like, yeah. Because the Underworld is not naturally a bad place. Yeah, that's, that's where you, you hit that, that weird kind of line with kind Abyssals. Kind of gray area, yeah. Um, where it's like, are they defenders of the Underworld, or are they, like, these bad, shysty people that just go around sowing seeds of chaos and evil? Mm -hmm. So there's that weird line of, like, depending on what they're... they're Death Lord. Yeah, whatever the Death Lord wants. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that that totally could have been a thing for Mori. I definitely think that Mori becoming the most worshipped solar in existence was definitely going to be on, on the rise. The only one who probably had the only person who probably would have given Mori a run for their money. Would have been Wayward. Would have been Wayward if Wayward had stayed around. Or uh NPC wise would have been uh Prince of Theft. Yeah, because, I mean, because he just go around and just Because he just goes people. around and just kind of collects people for yeah. his armada. Yeah, and, like, I almost would have put Storm up there, but she didn't want that. So, no, no, she like, did not want that. If she actively tried to pursue it, maybe could have mm -hmm. maybe could have been part of that, but it was not what she wanted with her life. Uh, so what Tony said for uh, Sunny was, somewhere along the lines of providing guidance and being a catalyst uh, for architects change to an exalted. Uh lead and give over leadership of the army to my lifted mortal companions basically help bring about the sunbearer cult into fruition uh socialized health care with a retirement plan free education no starving yeah so like if ark had survived and we have chosen not to kill her he would have tried to basically redeem her yep that, which like would have been okay with her so which which goes along with uh what i was saying before that uh uh, Sonny's big goal was redemption of uh, evil people. Basically, those who wanted it. Yeah. And, like, there, we did run across people who did want it. Um, and then for Lioness, uh, her her arc basically kind of ends with the Princess Magnificent stuff. But I think that her endgame, if that she had ended up surviving throughout everything, uh, would have been basically being a... Solar in the underworld, and like, a, like a shepherd to try yeah, and being a shepherd help to, people through the labyrinth. Yep, very much what you had said for her yep. her vision thing in the in a previous episode. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're just speculating because Julia's not here right now. Tell mm -hmm. us what she wanted. Yeah, but um, who else is it? Uh, you is it just me? Yeah, it's just oh, you. Okay, um, Storm actually would have uh, sat and taken care of Sunshade. That would have been her her technically metropolis at this point mm -hmm. um taking care of the orphanage and taught all the kids martial arts and led as a as down low of a life as you can with running a metropolis <laughs> let let as down low of a life as you can by being a literal god uh by being a literal uh god among men yeah um and she would have uh, had Sergey with her and let him handle a lot of the bureaucracy and the paperwork because that's what he likes to do. And kind of just been like, yo, if nobody wants this town, this is my town. I'm mm -hmm. taking it. It's, I People here know me. They've known me for years. I'm going to take care of this mm -hmm. and just keep. I don't want to say like doing political relations with the rest of creation, but 
you know, take care of her town. Help out probably with Lookshy a little bit. Um, but not been like, I'm going out and having all these fucking adventures and stuff like that. Um, yep. More of a down. She would have, she would have, uh, I don't want to say downgraded, but she would have, uh, decided my adventure is over. Time to let the. Oh, almost, almost kind of like a weird offhanded retirement. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Still kind of doing a little bit of what she used to do, but more of a lower scale of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, is there anything else that we need to cover? Because I think that about wraps it all up. I think that does too. Um, wow. That took a while, but I think it was worth it. What about you? Yeah, like overall, I I, I liked the campaign. Things got really wonky after the time skip and trying to figure everything out, but you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like looking back on it. I do kind of regret doing the time skip. I think that it hit a couple people a little bit raw, uh, kind of made it feel like that everything you guys worked for for like the last year and a half kind of didn't mean a whole lot. Yeah. Um, but I had like, I had no way to really like change things when the two main forces had kind of. Yeah. If I think if we had been able to have one more session with John and Craig, we could have done the epic battle at the end Mm -hmm. and then just called that campaign and just started a new one. Yeah. Maybe like 15 years later after the maiden was defeated. Mm -hmm. There's another stupid on the rise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That probably that, or we would have switched to something new, or yeah. But you know, hindsight twenty twenty. Yeah. Haha, twenty twenty. Haha. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to be <laughs> to make you sad about this year. All right, so that was exalted kings of creation. That took a whole fuck. What is it now? Like thirty hours to listen through. Uh, thirty episodes, about an hour apiece. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's a whole ass video game. If you guys listen to this from beginning to end. Good job. You, I hope that... Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. You listen to an entire campaign get told by two people smoking a hookah. (laughs) Yo, this is the best fucking thing in that fucking remake is Barrett just... (laughs) Which is not a spoiler, so... (laughs) It's not a spoiler. You can see that in the fucking demo. Yep. Um, So, I guess that next week we're going to... I'm going to come up with some stuff to do so it's a little bit structured and it's not just us sitting on a couch fucking figuring it out. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to start making things a little bit more structured. Uh, but depending on what happens, we might cut this back to maybe like a bi-weekly thing or something like yeah, that. Yeah, depending on what happens, uh, if we can come up with topics that uh that work. Um but anyway, so uh but you know what would definitely get us to start uh to start doing this as a week, as definitely keep this as a weekly thing. If people send in questions and ideas and things like that. Yeah, and Christina, do you remember this week where they can send those questions to? Brendan, uh, I am still tired. <laughs> okay, so obviously not. Uh, that is a pair of dice lost at gmail.com where that we will read your question on this podcast and then answer it. We've actually done this for quite a few already. Yeah. And like, even if you guys like just anything like literally anything you can ask about us if you really care <laughs> weird okay <laughs> i mean they could ask like particular things to be like yo like what got you into tabletopping or something like that haven't we answered that before i don't remember i don't remember either i don't think we've answered that specific question no we talked i think we've talked about our tabletopping in like I know LARPing we've talked experience. about larping 
I don't know. Like I said, I'm still tired. <laughs> I'll come up with some stuff for next week. Um, so I guess we're going to cut it here then. I know it's um, a little shorter than usual, but, uh, we, I mean, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't have, we haven't had notes to read from for the last two weeks. So yeah, but it is what it is. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, um stay safe. Yep. Definitely stay safe right and now. And keep an eye on, I guess, our Podbean, Spotify and everything else that we're on for the next episode of Let the Good Dice Roll. Um, have a great evening, guys. Bye, guys.